welcome to F&G Podcast. We're back at it with another episode. I'm Big O. And I'm Gator. And once again, fool. Hold on. Before we start, fool, you need to dust your fucking vent. I just noticed that. This motherfucker. Why are you looking up there, fool? Huh? We're trying to have a conversation here. Well, this is uh, pre, pre-podcast pre here. This is pre-podcast? Yeah, I just I just happened to look up and I saw the dust and I was like, damn, this motherfucker needs to dust his vent. And he was like, I need to put this in the podcast. Yeah. What well, I, I just I saw it right before we made the intro and I was just like, damn. Everything else, dustless, dustless, except for that's not true. The vent, that's not true. But we we won't mention those things. Right. All right. Continue on. All My right. apologies. How about them Cowboys? For nah, once again, they fell so hard, going all the way up to Washington to kick a fucking field goal. <laughs> Did one it? fucking field goal. That was one of the most embarrassing games I think I've watched in a while. I think so too, man. That was, that was super embarrassing. That was like I understood losing to Arizona. Arizona went to go beat Seattle this week, like in overtime. It took overtime for them to do it, but they fucking beat Seattle. Like it's just crazy that. You know, you can't get mad about beating a team that's beating, you know, some people's fucking Super Bowl contenders right now. Well, here here's the deal. I'm not going to take away from Washington's win because they showed up to play. We did it. That defense actually looked really good. I was surprised. I mean, obviously. Against, oh, for Washington. Yeah. Like their defense was actually. Uh. I mean, making stops and doing shit like that. Like, it was like, okay, they came to play. Now we got to play, and we didn't show up. We had that one drive where, I I don't know. I had this debate earlier on that pass to Zeke that got picked. The one that Donald oh, threw. Oh, yeah, 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 and it bounced off his hands. Yeah. Yeah. So I told my brother-in-law, he was like, that's a bad pass from Dalton. That's on Dalton. And I said, man, it was a bad pass. But he got both hands on the fucking ball. Yeah, if the ball hits your hands, it's catchable. So, he, in my opinion, he should have caught that ball. So, I, I don't know. I can't place the blame on Dalton. Uh, yeah, I, honestly, I don't even know who to place the blame on anymore. Like, Yeah, I think I think the whole thing is just fucking screwed, screwed up from the top down. But they made some moves this week with uh, trading Everson Griffin. And then they cut Don Terry Poe and Daryl Worley today. Yeah, I saw that. So someone wanted them as a, as a trade. Yeah, nobody wanted to trade for them. And then I can't believe we only got a six-round pick for Everson Griffin, though. Like, that's a hell of a bargain for Detroit, I think. He hadn't done nothing, though. Yeah, no, but, like, for all the hype that was surrounding him for being a free agent and stuff and being able to go wherever he wanted, and the Cowboys supposedly stole him. You know, there was a lot of hype for him coming to the team to, you know, be like, fuck it, we'll take a six-round pick for him. It's kind of surprising to me. Well, it's a six-round, and then he'll get a condition. They'll get a conditional it, pick. No, it is a conditional sixth-round pick. That means if certain conditions are met, the sixth-round pick turns into a fifth round. Oh, oh. see, I, oh, when I read it, I thought it said we got a sixth-round and a – Conditional. Conditional. No, the sixth round pick is conditional. So if certain things happen for Detroit, it'll turn to a fifth round. Uh, honestly, at this point, it doesn't even matter. I don't think so either. We didn't incur any dead money. We actually freed up cap space. So yeah. I'm not I'm not too opposed by that. Like, it'd be different, like you said, with the hype and everything like that. But at the end of the day, like, he wasn't doing shit on our team. No, he wasn't. Yeah. And I felt the same way about Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe was supposed to be this monster nose tackle. And I really saw him. He never jumped off my screen. I didn't even know he was playing. So, but a lot of this has to do with Randy Gregory and shit like that, too, coming back. So he's going to get some rep time. And then they're talking about that rookie, uh, Bradley and I, getting some reps, too. So, but Worley, like, I never really saw him jump off my screen either. He had a couple good plays, but to be honest, I forgot we even signed that dude. Yeah, and and for him to be a starting corner and not have any kind of, I mean, 
fuck, dude. That that whole that just that whole defense, that scheme they got going on, it's just it's a no go. Like Well uh apparently one of the reports coming out was uh Worley was one of the guys that was not following the scheme. He was going rogue on the scheme and doing whatever the hell he wanted. So that was another reason why he got cut. So basically all the free agents we picked up <coughs> this offseason for defense have all been released. They just didn't work out. I mean, yeah, I mean honestly it to I mean, me if you think about it, dude, all all the free agent defensive pick pickups we had was Worley, uh Don Terry Poe, Everson Griffin, and then uh Gerald McCoy. All of them are gone. And Gerald McCoy was gone before the season started, but Yeah, that was just because he got hurt, but I can't say that the defense would have been much different with Gerald McCoy because it just looks like shit. Yeah, the the whole the whole D that we the, the whole defense that we got going right now is just utter chaos. I mean there there's just there's just no fucking there's no leaders on that fucking team. Dude, just missed tackles and out of place. I thought, and, I thought the leadership role was going to be filled when Vanderish came back in, but I just don't see it. Yeah, I mean I just I, I don't know. That whole the whole team is just well, that was a lot of talk today on uh, Skip and Shannon. I, I watched a little bit, like a segment of it, and they were talking about Dak and his leadership role that's been vacated since he's been knocked out. And uh, they're kind of right. Like, he he fills a void in that locker room that Jerry Jones can't because apparently Jerry Jones is getting angry talking about who's the leader of this team. He's saying, I'm the leader of this team. Well, yeah, to an extent, because you're not in the locker room. Yeah, but even uh, like even at that, like even with Dak being gone, I just don't, I don't, I didn't see like there's no structure in that team. There's no, you know, there's no rather the troops. There's no, there's none of that shit, dude. And then with Dak even being gone, like Dak, I think Dak was close enough to to being a leader as we had, but I don't think he was a leader. I think they gave him respect, but he wasn't a leader. Uh, he was the leader for sure. Well, I think 100% the scene after he broke his ankle on the field and the way the players and everybody lined up was proof of their his leadership for them. No, that's proof of respect. I mean, he went down in, in a gruesome injury, and at that point, you know, you don't know, but you see a snap leg, and first thing that's going to pop in your head is, you know, Joe Theismann, Alex Smith. Well, like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they felt for the kid. It's not like as if... Nah, dude. I think it was 100% leadership. Yeah, I don't think so. Because we still weren't winning games when Dak was in the fucking game, so... Yeah. It's not like as if his leadership... It's not like as... I mean, maybe we would have lost to Washington 24. You know, we would have scored 24 points or at least a touchdown, but... You know... His his lack of leadership or his non leadership role there did not. It it hasn't changed. Like the the Cowboys have been the same since the beginning of the season with Dak or without Dak. Like they may have rallied. I think I think the just the cohesion of the team would be better with Dak there. I don't. I I don't. I don't see it. There, <laughs> like I said, they've been the. I mean, they've had rallies. We, I mean, we should be. We should only have well, one fucking win. We probably should have zero win. Yeah, we barely beat the Giants, and we beat the Falcons on a on luck, pretty much. Because on bad coaching here on their side, really. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. So even that being said, I don't. I, like I said, I don't think Dak is a determining factor in that situation. Nah, I think I think there would be a little bit better shit, but obviously we have no fucking offensive line, and that's a big fucking factor. And then whatever the fuck is going on on defense is god awful. So I don't know. I, honestly, if I was Jerry Jones, I would just start fresh. Players and everything. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like if if you're not up to the task, you know, yeah, you're in the pros, but if you're not up to the task, then sit the fuck down. I'm sorry. If you can't block somebody, 
sit the fuck down. Like, it's just, you know, a few years ago, we had a, an amazing fucking line. And I get, you know, Tyron Smith's hurt. You know, all these guys are hurt. Fuck it. Let them sit out. Let them, let them you know, heal. Rest and, up. And hopefully next year we have a badass offensive line again. I don't even think that would happen, dude. Because Tyron Smith is constantly hurt now. He's getting older. Yeah, but there, Our, but he's been he's always rushed back from his injury, and that's that's something that you know. Yeah, but he's got he's got the two worst injuries you could have as a lineman is neck injuries and back injuries. Right, but because I'm, they're they're career long injuries, probably lifelong injuries. So it's always going to be a recurring thing with him. It'll it'll never fully be healed. He'll he'll do something and then tweak his back, and then he's trying to adjust for that, and he'll tweak something in his neck. Like, it doesn't matter how long he, you sit him out for. He's always going to have some kind of recurring injury then with that. Fucking cut his ass and find someone else. I mean. Yeah. But. I don't want. I, I, what, I, what I actually am really getting tired of is everyone making excuses for this fucking team. Oh, no. I'm done making excuses for this team. I mean, you just said that fucking Tyron Smith's neck and back is never going to be right. Fuck that. No, then cut his ass and find someone else. Well, I'm not making an excuse for him. I'm just saying that he'll never be 100% again, mm-hmm. ever. Then fucking cut his ass. Done. Done. This team is just... It's, it's frustrating as a fan to... <clears throat> be be de- dedicated as much as we are and be 25 years out of uh anything meaningful yeah i mean i, I mean even at that like I, I don't even like super bowls are big obviously and i want us to win another super bowl but fuck can we just have a, a competitive team every year like i want i want Instead us to of the be constant up year up year and then down year and up yeah year and down yeah year. i just want a consistent fucking team like Jesus, like even even when we had like uh, you know Randall Cunningham on the team or fucking uh, Tony Banks as quarterback, fuck. At least they were consistent. Like they sucked, but they consistently sucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let's get some kind of consistency here. Yeah. Like to have all these players and have nothing to show for it is it's just fucking embarrassing. Yeah, because that's something Jerry Jones likes to pride himself on is being able to sign high. Uh, high-end free agents and having all this talent on the football team, but there's nothing to show for it. Yeah, there's nothing to show for it. And it, it starts – It's honestly, I think it starts with the head coach. I think they've already given up on McCarthy. The team. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I think so too, but that – I guess not fully given up on that. Not fully – they haven't fully given up on McCarthy. I think he's still trying to push the message of what he's trying to create there. But – uh, I think why they cut those players they cut is because they were toxic to the locker room. I mean, people they, people not going with the scheme is toxic to the locker room because then they're going to be like, well, he's doing it, so I'm going to do it too kind of shit. So I think he's still trying to build what he's trying to build there. But, uh, I mean, with the way the offseason went this year with Corona and everything, it's just kind of really fucked everything up. So... I don't know. I'm I'm very frustrated myself with fucking McCarthy. Like this is like just a bullshit ass year. Honestly, nothing's going right. You know, as as much as I like Kellen Moore, I think he needs to be cut too. Yeah, I think Mike Nolan needs to be cut. I think Mike Nolan was not ready for a defensive coordinator role. My well, opinion, ever, right? Huh? Ever? Well, he was a linebackers coach. No, he was. He was the defensive uh, coordinator in Atlanta when we brought it up last week um, or the week before. Well, his he wasn't that before because he was with the the Saints last year. Yeah, that's when he was a linebackers yeah, coach. Yeah, and that's what he should that's what he should fucking be as a linebackers coach or a fucking water boy because so, he's not a defensive coordinator. No, he's not, and that that's why I brought up the whole Atlanta thing when he was the DC there because he finished like twenty seventh, twenty ninth, and then dead last in uh, defense when he was the coordinator. Right. Which is he's looking to be about the same thing this year. I mean, just the amount of fucking points they're giving up, dude. Like that's just a dead giveaway. Yeah, I just uh, <clears throat> I I don't I just don't I don't understand. 
And then, but you see the dysfunction in the locker room. Like, like I was telling you earlier with that Dalton hit. Yeah. You did not see anybody in that boy's face for hitting your quarterback dirty. Okay. I haven't gone back to look at the tape, but well, I go have back heard, and look at it. I, no, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people are saying that the players didn't even react to him getting hit. When he got hit, all the linemen went to Dalton to go check on him because they knew he was knocked the fuck out. Right. And everybody's getting mad that nobody got in his face. Right. The referees were already kicking him out of the game. No. They knew from when he got hit, that was a targeting, and they were already booting him off the field. Nah, fuck that. It, it shouldn't matter. I would have chased that motherfucker. Look, here, here's my deal, okay? If you are my quarterback, you are my starting quarterback, no matter what it is, right? Zeke didn't, Zeke didn't get in this fucking face. None of the receivers did. None of the linemen did. Look look at what happens. Look, Okay. Pittsburgh, right? For instance, I think it was last year. Big Ben was Big Ben playing last year? No, he was two out years most ago. Of the year. He took that slide and I forgot. I think it was Boyd, Eric Boyd or some shit like that, came in. wasn't even a dirty hit, but he started a slide and he caught him with a shoulder. And he went shoulder to shoulder. It looked worse than what it was in fast play. Fast play, yeah. Right or in normal normal play. As soon as as Boyd got up. Those linemen were pushing him back. Like, as soon as it happened, bam, they're on him. Like, you don't do that to my quarterback. And none of the Cowboys did that. And to me, that is dysfunction in that fucking locker room. Well, I get that to an extent, too, because what I was liking from Dalton before that happened was uh, he got pissed because he kept getting fucking pressured. And he was yelling at his fucking offensive line on the sidelines. Telling them that they need to fucking block something because what whatever the fuck they're doing isn't working, and uh, so some of that might have to to go with it. You know, they were probably already fucking pissed off because they were getting chewed out by their own quarterback. Well, but, but that that's but that's, that's leadership exactly. That's what I was gonna say. That like that's a good thing. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you're coming from like the dysfunction part of it, like then yeah, there's a lot of dysfunction in there because of the. Nah, I mean, I, I'm just coming as a team aspect. Like, this is – your quarterback is your number one player on that team, no matter how you look so at it. So, basically, you're saying that you would go run down the field. If they're ejecting that player out of the fucking field already, I would have popped you're going right to go there. You're going to run no, after him. I would have popped him right on the fucking field. There was, There is no – like, the deal is you don't let that guy who just took out your starting quarterback off the hook Without without some kind of consequence, whether getting in his face, talking shit, popping him in the mouth, it is what it is. When you see people who are committed to their quarterbacks, like I said, the Big Ben, uh, there was one when Joe Flacco got popped. There was, I mean, there's been countless examples. Okay, can you show me an example where it was a backup starting quarterback that got popped, not a a full franchise fucking player getting popped? Because you're saying starting what, quarterback, what it, and yes, he's a starting quarterback. What does it matter but, if it's your backup or not? That's your quarterback. That is. Yeah, but you're showing examples of like people that are well established with the people that are on the field. It, have, it doesn't have the, matter, though. It does matter. No, it doesn't. Why Relationships would that matter? fucking matter. No. Relationships 100% fucking matter. But that is the leader of your team. That is your starting quarterback. It doesn't matter who is back there. If fucking Ben fucking doucheface whatever the fuck his last name is is on that field and <laughs> he talking about nucci yeah whatever this if that fool gets fucking popped in the face and none of the guys are in that dude's face for popping him out i see them all as little bitches okay well but i'm telling you relationships fucking no, matter because that it doesn't it, it should it does, not matter fool, because that you're is not your gonna fucking go fight for somebody you don't fucking care about it doesn't that is your start it doesn't matter if he's first string second string third string that is your quarterback they wear red shirts in practice for a fucking reason that is why you can't hit them in fucking practice you can't do that shit so to let someone else manhandle your fucking your quarterback no matter who it is, one, two, or three, hell, four, hell, the punter. 
if the fucking punter has to come in and quarterback and they pop him and nobody is in their face, that is fucking bullshit. I don't care about relationship. I don't care about nothing. No matter what, he is the person taking your team into battle. So you have to back whoever is taking your team into battle. Without a quarterback, there is no team to start. Well, they're going to follow him, fool, but that doesn't mean they're just going to fucking jump in there and get a 15-yard fucking penalty off I, of it. No, fuck that. That is that is complete and utter bullshit. That is complete and utter bullshit. They went to go check on him and make sure he was okay. Like, I don't understand what the fucking big deal is. Well, like I said, I, I don't think you never played football, so the, the passion that you got to have for that, you know, that's like someone in reality, in layman's terms, if someone popped your brother, right? Would you just sit there and let that guy get off the hook or would you react and do something? Or you're going to react and do something. Right. But that's my brother, fool. What do you think? A, what do you think a football team is? That's a fucking brotherhood like that. That is something like you mess with one, you mess with all. That's the way it should always be. That is a team. Okay. Well, then you would think that relationship and that whole thing would be established by the coaching staff, right? No, that should be established by the player. That's within the players. Like the coach, the coaching staff coaches you, right? But your bond with your team is your bond with your team. You know, what happens in okay, that locker so room? Bond is another re- uh, way of saying relationship, right? Okay. So if there's no relationship between Dalton and the other players, like they're not going to go throw themselves in harm way to go do something. No, you know, that, like, no. like that's it, just that's is, just the this, way I see it. But folks. this isn't like a preseason game where they just signed Dalton and this is his first week. No, he's been with the team since the offseason. They knew he was going to be the backup quarterback. Did they know he was going to start? No. Did they know Dak was going to break his fucking ankle? No. But he knew he was a part of the team. They knew he's not there. They weren't planning. They might get rid of him now, but they weren't planning on getting rid of him, that he was going to be a part of this team for the year. Okay. So you can't. For me, me personally, to sit there and say that it's okay for them to do that, it's not. And most professional football players, you know, you had Shannon Sharp had said it. Yeah. All these other players, uh, Dan Orlowski, stuff like that. He even said it. And he, and uh, fuck, what, he played what, one year quarterback for the fucking Lions? Shit, I don't even remember. But see, and that was the thing. Like he said, that happened to him, and they were fucking his teammates there, and that was his first year there. Like you know what I mean? It's not like it, it's not about how long they've been there, if they're best friends or not. It, it's not about that. It's those eleven guys on the starting on the starting offense offense is a bond, and you have to look out for each other. All right, I'll let you win, fool. Nah, I mean it's just, I mean. That's not there in that team. Like, that. that's what's infuriating to me. Like, at least, like Orlowski said, you know, you can beat me on the on the scoreboard, but you're not going to punk me. And when you take out my quarterback and nobody does nothing, they make you all look like little bitches. Like, they just punk the shit out of you because you, they took out your number one guy and you did nothing. You didn't respond. You didn't score. You know, you didn't drive it down the fucking face. You didn't. No, you went to Washington. He popped fucking Dalton, took him out in the third quarter. And guess what? Fucking what's his name? Nucci? Nucci. Nucci, whatever the fuck his name is. He's starting this week. Yeah. Against the fucking Eagles. Yeah. Hopefully he fucking breaks his fucking leg. And we put in the fucking punter. What did he get? <laughs> he went like fucking. You three. understand the punter is not our backup quarterback, right? It's a tight end. Who's a, who's the backup quarterback? Uh, The backup tight end. So we, who we have playing right now? Uh, fuck. Who? What's his name? It's not Schultz. Is it Schultz? I can't remember. Blake Bell. Blake Bell. Bell's going to be the backup quarterback. I think. Well, but I've seen Bell throw though. They used to. Have, they ran him some plays in Pittsburgh. So he's got a decent arm. So I don't know if he can run. I don't an know offense. if Blake is his actual first name either, but I know his last name is Bell, and he's our backup quarterback. Oh well, fuck it. Put him in. I think he's going to do better than fucking. Whatever, Nucci. Well, they brought fucking uh, Cooper Rush back, too, today. Did they? Yes. I didn't even see that. I'd but really he, have he's signed starting. to the practice squad, so we'll have to wait and see if he makes no, the active rocket. Put him, put him to start. I mean, hell, what, didn't they sign, what's his name, Garrett? Uh, but he's on the practice squad, too. Yeah, so. move him up. Go ahead and sign him. Let him start. Fuck it. Might as well. 
I mean, we might as well. No, nah, they want to see what Nucci's got. And Nucci, like, it, it, it don't matter who's behind that fucking line. They're going to suck because this line can't block for shit. But what you call it? He, he had one that he had enough time to throw downfield and he had a beautiful fucking ball. He has an arm. You're talking about I don't what? know how far he can throw it, but it, he had a nice fucking tight spiral on that throw when he a, had the time to do it. That was the one that he threw for 32 yards right off the bat. Something like that. Yeah. That was his best play. Well, yeah, he can't fucking get away when he, the line is fucking trash. Nah, fuck that. That's why, honestly, <clears throat> what they need to do is is do what they did in Tampa and and get away from the long ball and switch to a short game, short throw game. Well, they're gonna have to. They have no time to fucking throw the long. That's ball. That's what I'm saying. That's what they did in Tampa. They tried to do the long ball. It didn't work. And then they adjusted, and now look at them. Like, they're ranking them as the number one team in the league right now. Yeah. Which, honestly, they fucking look it. So. Well, it's definitely going to be some kind of, like, game management fucking playbook because ain't nothing else going to fucking work. You know what? And you know You want to know my bold prediction for this week that I, I would hope that they would do? Beat the Eagles? No. Sit Zeke. Oh, yeah. I'd sit uh, He hasn't fucking... He keeps fumbling the ball, dropping yeah. the ball. Like, sit. he hasn't even been able to catch. Yeah, sit Zeke. Put Pollard in. Fuck it. Yeah. I mean, in I'm re- down with that. In reality, like. In reality, they did bench him. I think it was during the Washington game. But it was only for, like, maybe a drive. No, it was the Giants game. Was it the Giants game? Yeah, I think so. And they dropped, they, I think they benched him for, like, a quarter. But they only had, like, two possessions. And they were three and out. So, it's not like it fucking mattered. Yeah. But, but I agree with you. I think Zeke. Zeke needs to be benched so he can fucking think about what the fuck he's got going on out there because whatever he's trying to do, it ain't working. Yeah, because once Dak went down, it should have went on his shoulders, and it's not. And then on top of that, like, he used to be a a good, like, fucking out route to be, like, the escape route for the quarterback. And he can't even fucking catch a ball. It's been like this all season. He has not been able to catch a ball. Yeah, it's fucking horrible, dude. And then when he runs with the ball, he runs with it away from his body, which is like fucking running back one-on-one to hold the ball against your body, protect it, and he's fumbling all the time now. Yeah, I have no idea what the fuck is going on with this team, but they need to fix it, and they need to fix it fast. Nah, I don't I don't know about... They do need to fix it, but I don't know about fixing it fast because nah. they ain't going nowhere this year. What do you... We're... St- Unfortunately, we're still in the battle for the fucking East. I mean, we are, but now we're dropped down to third. By, so. what, a half game? <laughs> because they have a tie? That's that's why they're leading. So, well, yeah, I know. But. It's a, they have a half game lead between, and there's, there's a two-game difference between first and fourth. So to say the season's loss is not, unfortunately. Well. The way they're playing this season is lost, fool. Because I don't see them going to Philadelphia and winning. I don't know. Maybe someone lights a fucking fire in their ass. They, maybe they will. I don't know. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see. I hope they do. Fool. If there's any team I fucking hate right now, it's fucking Philly. Yeah, at this point, I don't even care. Like, I'm, I've been sending my applications to different teams. If they need any fans. <laughs> I, I mean, we'll try again next year. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm always going to be a Cowboys fan for life, but fuck, man. It's been enough, rough this year, dude. Enough is enough, dude. It's been real rough. I think Jerry needs to take a step back, let Steven take over, and then start fresh. Like, get rid of everybody. All the the coach, the coordinators, the fucking water boys. Like, start fucking fresh. Get everybody out yeah, the building. Get, get Urban Meyer in that motherfucker. He was one of the suspected candidates before uh, McCarthy yeah, came in him. in his interview and won won the job. As much as it pains me to say it, you know, Lincoln Riley. I would take Lincoln Riley right now. You think so? Yeah. I mean, it would be good to have a young guy in there. Seems like a lot of the good teams have young guys. Like The one team I can think of right off the top of my head that, or well, I guess two, is Kansas City and New, uh, what is it, Baltimore. They have older coaches that are really well, still doing really well. Oh, I was like young guys, and then he said, <laughs> "No, no, no, no." I'm saying the two teams that come to mind that aren't young guys oh, is yeah. Kansas City and Baltimore that are still doing really well. Well, I mean, Pete Carroll's up there. Bill yeah, I guess that's true. 
Well, the fuck are the Patriots doing? Aren't they like two and four? Two and yeah, five. Yeah, but they've been competitive in every in every game. It's not like they got blown out. Yeah, except for one, and that was when they had their backups in because that COVID. Well, they fucking sat Cam this week, benched him. Oh yeah, because he threw like two interceptions, three interceptions. I think it was three. Like that. So. I don't know, but something needs to change. If not, you know, fuck, I don't know. Go Raiders. I don't. I mean, I don't know what else to fucking do here. Are you going to go for the Saints one? Fuck, no. <laughs> They're, you ain't going to root for Drew Brees? Just as fucking dysfunctional as, as everybody else, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, got, I got a list of teams that I won't root for. Philly? Washington and... The Giants? Nah, this motherfucker. That's it? Well, Philly's definitely on that fucking list, but I know Seattle and Green Bay are the two that I won't root for. I like Aaron Rodgers. I don't. He's just... Uh, you know what I like, fool? Discount double check, and that's it. So you like Aaron Rodgers? No. That's all you had to say. You're low-key fucking looking at him. This weird, motherfucker. Weird ass. Now, question is... how. What about Odell breaking or tearing oh, his ACL? ACL? Yeah, I forgot about that. Dude, that shit's fucking crazy. And then not only that, he had to text somebody to break the news. He had to what? He texted, what was it, Josina Anderson or some shit like that. Like The team didn't even break the news. Odell broke the news himself, sending it to a, uh, a reporter. Yeah, well, they, they wanted to do more tests. He went off the initial, the initial test. But so he's done for the year. Yeah, twenty twenty strikes again. You know what I'm saying? That's what we'll blame it on for. The Cowboys season sucks because it's twenty twenty. Twenty twenty fucked us over. Well, how about that UFC fight? Man, UFC. It was it was a, a bittersweet. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I didn't watch it. It was a good card. A good card. A lot of knockouts. Uh, Khabib went. It was pay per view, right? Yeah. But well, we uh, streamed it. So the only way to do it now. I know, dude. Fuck paying for them, dude. They're so goddamn expensive and so many. Yeah. And then you pay for it and you're like, why the fuck did I pay for this? I, honestly, I think I wouldn't have been disappointed paying for this one. For that one, yeah. Yeah, it was a, it was a good fight. It was a good card all around, you know. And then uh, Khabib going out in style. I know you don't watch UFC, but man, it was just, it, it was good to see him go out on top. Yeah, I watched the highlight of of him winning it. I didn't watch the whole fight, but that seemed dude, all right. Dude, that dude is just a fucking beast. Like he got stunned, right? Like, and you saw him wobble. And then what does he do? He doesn't backtrack and get his bearings. No, he tackles this motherfucker, lays on top of him till he gets his bearings. You know? And then they were chopping at his knees, like his knees were all red. And then come to find out, they reported like he didn't he he wanted this fight to be done and over with because you know he was retiring, you know, in in the store. He knew he was retiring, so he wanted this fight to go through. But he had a broken foot. Oh, did he? And he had known for six weeks or some shit like that, and he still fought with it. Didn't tell nobody. Didn't do nothing. Doctor patient patient privileges. Went through training. Fucking dominated and retired and set off in the sunset, you know? So it's not like other professional sports where you have to announce player injuries? Yeah, it's not, it wasn't, it's not in their contract. Okay. But I honestly, I think Dana White knew that this was going to be his final one without even talking to him. It was, it was going to be a rough outing. With everything that happened to his dad? Yeah, with him. I mean, he had been there through, through thick and thin and, all that shit, you know, from the start to the, uh, I guess, till the finish, really. And then watching them break down in the octagon afterwards, you know, and just, I mean, I was like, man, it broke my heart. Like, utmost respect to Khabib and, you know, best wishes. Like, I think he said he wants to be a trainer now, which, hey, more power to him, dude. To me, he goes down as one of the one of the best light heavyweight champions of the world. That's what I was going to ask you, because uh, a lot of articles started popping up that I've seen is... Uh, I never read any of them because I don't know anything about them. So I didn't have anything to put into it. But a lot of people are saying that he doesn't deserve to be part of the goat conversation. 
Why? I told you I didn't read it. So oh. I was wondering, like, do you think he's the GOAT? Or do you think he's, like, at least in the conversation? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, to go 29-0 in the UFC, you know, that's not easy to do. This isn't this isn't boxing where like Mayweather was able to pick and choose his fights. You know what I mean, stuff like that. And to me, to go twenty nine and zero in, in such a brutal sport is just it, it. It truly is amazing. The one that's throwing shade on him is John Jones, but John Jones is all you know. He thinks he's big shit. Like he wants to move up to heavyweight to fight somebody, and he's gonna get knocked the fuck out. And I hope he does. I don't like John Jones. No, no. But. You know, it's just it's just one of those things. Like I said, I I know you don't watch UFC, but you know, Khabib was always an interesting one to to follow to to watch. Yeah, like there was one when he was gonna go for the title and he was beating the fuck out of this dude on the ground and he's talking to him and he's like, he's like, uh, you know, you know, I deserve this and and that he was sorry and then he just starts beating the fuck out of this dude. You know what I mean? It's just like, bro, you know. And even during the McGregor fight, you know, he's like, you want to talk? Let's talk now. And he's, as he's beating the fuck out of him, you know. So he, he did. He let. He backed up what he said he was going to do, you know. And even at this one, like, you know, my hat's off the gate. I mean, he, he got knocked the fuck or he got choked out and, you know, was still. Shit, he was waiting and waiting and waiting. He was trying to hold out, hold out until he fucking passed out. No, he tapped. Did he tap? Yeah. So the thing, were, okay. So the the fucked up thing about it was, he tapped. But he tapped on the side that the referee couldn't see, or no, what? no. So he tapped where his hand could reach and was hitting Khabib's face. So the ref thought that he was like trying to fight oh. out of the hole until he grabbed his hand and his hands fucking flopping around. He's like, oh shit, and he's all dude. Right know, back not- to the conversation about referees stopping it too early or yeah, too late. Exactly. But he did. He did tap and. The referee just saw since it was to the side of his face, like he yeah. was trying to hit him. Yeah, he took it as if he was trying to fight out of it. But yeah, I mean, he went to sleep. He woke up, you know, and congratulated like, him. Yeah, I mean, congratulated him, told him thank you, and and Gatham even said he's like, you know, being choked out, I didn't get physically hurt. I'm okay. I can go again whenever, you know, next up and. And I think that's what Khabib was trying to do. Because like I said earlier, you know, Cormier was talking about how he went for the arm bar and then he switched out of that. And he had the, he, he truly had the arm bar until he rolled and then switched it up. And he said that, you know, Khabib was doing that so he wouldn't injure him. It wouldn't injure him, yeah. Because he had, a, you know, respect for Gatham. For coming up the way he did, you know, taking on the Max, uh, the uh, Tony Ferguson fight and doing what he did to Ferguson, that you know, that more props to him. So, I was, always, I was, you know, I've been waiting for that Ferguson Khabib fight, and I guess it'll never happen. Ferguson said, uh, came out and said that he doesn't think that he's done. He might get influenced back in. So I wonder, I mean, like you said, everything with his dad, his dad's always been with him. So this is like guaranteed his last fight. But I don't know, dude. Like, do you think a fighter could actually stop before 30? You think he'd try to go for that 30 and 0? Nah, I mean, like you said, he made a promise and he's a man of his word. And of course, he's Russian and I'm pretty sure they're loyal to the T like that. Like as much as he would want to do it. He'll stay out of it. Yeah. I, I think he will. And he's still young enough to do it. And if he, if like I said, if he moves to trainer and something like that, then, you know, more power to him. Like, I think he needs to spread that. Because he, he could stand up and fight with you, and then he'd take you down and choke you out in a heartbeat, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. What's next on the agenda? No stimulus, no? Oh, yeah, no, eh, no stimulus. You know, we talked about this before the podcast. And I was a little bit irritated hearing that, you know, they've officially pushed back the stimulus talk until after the election. But after thinking about it, it kind of makes sense because a lot of people in the house are going to get swapped out possibly with the elections. 
Right. So it kind of makes sense to push it back because then you're going to have new faces in there and all that shit. Yeah, but <clears throat> the part that pisses me off is pushing it back when you keep saying that people need the help. Yeah, and the thing about it is, like, all these people that are getting elected now, they don't take office till February. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, good point. I didn't even so, think about that. That's what they're saying. Like, oh, the people need it now. We need to do this. We need to do that. You know, like, dude, we are heading for another recession. Like, it, 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 it is, it's not, it's not looking good, to be honest with you. There's just too much, there's too much shit going around. There was too much pride, you know, on both sides. Like, honestly, I, I, I don't take a Republican side on this. I blame both of the parties. Like, they were so stuck up. And did not make a compromise for the American people that need it. Like, there's people out there struggling. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. People are hoping and depending on that shit, you know? Like, people's benefits are going to, some of the benefits are going to run out at the end of the year. Some of people's already ran out, you know? They're like, we'll get back to work. And then COVID numbers are going up again, you know? All yeah, I saw something sh- about the COVID numbers going up again. All this shit. And it's just like, it's like, dude, don't, like. That was one the one glimmer of hope. Like even the stock markets were like, man, I want you know, we're gonna we're gonna hope that this get deal gets done. So they kind of kept market kept going up, and as soon as they called off the talks again, it shot, dude. It it dropped. I want to say, man, close to fourteen hundred points in two days. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means, but it sounds bad. It is bad. It it pretty much fourteen hundred sounds like a lot. Uh well I mean it's I mean what it's at what twenty seven thousand or some shit like that. Uh I don't do the marketplace for the trading block. Let me open up my motherfucking feed real quick. Oh my goodness. He lost more money. I I don't know if I lost any money. Hold on. Just like not betting on Red Three for what'd you do? No. No, I I actually invested in a uh pharmaceutical company not a lot but oh oh shit okay no i still lost motherfucker oh my god ford dropped 22 cents today telling you fool i think it'll go up in fucking march yeah i'm pretty sure if you can write it out till then but i mean dude everything for the most part went down except for the srty the short russell that shit that danny does but Microsoft lost dollars. What about Apple? Apple? Let's see. I can look up Apple real quick. Oh, yeah. There it is. Um, They lost 4.63% today. Nice. They're trading at $111. So, I mean. It, Damn. $111 a share? Yeah. Damn. That's some... High value shit. You think that dude Amazon's trading at thirty two hundred? A share? A share, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Why don't you buy some of those for? Yeah. I'm gonna buy point zero 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 zero. Is Amazon even going down? Uh yeah, Amazon dropped like a hundred points today. Damn. I always thought Amazon shit would always be rising. No, dude. Yeah, I'm telling you, like with all this shit going on right now with no stimulus. And the election coming up, and so many people are concerned about what's going to happen. You know, you're talking about people are not going to spend money. They're going to start saving now. So that means no spending. Yeah. Like Amazon and all this shit would go up with the, in the Christmas time, and it's not. It, it Honestly, it, truly, if Biden gets elected, it's not going to go up. Yeah. What you call it? And, uh, I can tell about the whole spending thing too, what you're talking about, because uh, a lot of the cars we've been getting in are warranty specifically. Uh-huh. They know it's under warranty. And the ones that do come in as customer pay, you give them what's wrong with it and then some upsells, and all they pay for is what's wrong with it. Like every time they're declining all the extra shit because they, they don't want to spend their money. Yeah, nobody wants to spend money right now. I mean, it, it's. Like, it, it is not good. And then you got Christmas season coming up and shit, so people are worried about trying to get, you know, mainly for their kids, like, try to help them have a good holiday season and yeah. shit like that. I mean, it, it 
And the shitty part is like people people truly do not understand the consequence of what's gonna happen. Like I was telling you earlier, talking with my brother in law, like, you know, I told him all my points on why I was voting for Trump and the only thing that he could say was I can't do it because Trump's racist. And I'm like, obviously, because the other things don't affect you, you don't care about them. But the shit that affects me, I care about dearly. Like when I told him, you know, depending on the election, my daughter either goes to UT or ACC. Like, that's how dire it is. And he's like, why? I said, because I would have to make double what I'm making now in order to send her to school. Because I wouldn't qualify. We wouldn't qualify. Like, and that's shitty. That's shitty to tell my daughter who's been in, you know, pre-AP, you know, takes all these electives, does everything right. Straight A's. AP classes too? Yeah, AP. Well, yeah, pre-AP. Yeah, but there's pre-AP and then there's AP. Oh, well, then AP classes, I guess. You know, she's like top 10% in her class, you know, or top 5% in her class. Like she's doing all this other shit to to get ahead and to tell her, I'm sorry, but we can't afford to send you to college because they raise our taxes too fucking high. You know, that that shit kills me. Like that would that would truly break my heart. Like I would honestly I mean, I would do everything in my power to get her there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But imagine somebody who wasn't able to do that or wasn't capable to do that. Like they lived on a fixed income and, or on a retirement plan. They tell their kids like, Hey, we can't do that. Cause they raise our taxes. Like that shit, that, that fucking sucks, dude. And of course my brother-in-law had, he, he doesn't know that shit. Like he doesn't do his research. He don't do none of that shit. Yeah. I don't remember who I was talking to either. Speaking of like raising taxes and shit. And it's, everyone's like, well, Biden's going to raise the taxes on corporate companies. Okay. Well, that's all fine and dandy, but you know what's going to happen when he raises those corporate taxes? They're going to either ship their manufacturing and all that shit overseas where they can get it cheaper and then pay to have it brought over here or their equipment prices are going to go up because they're not going to lose their bottom line. Right. So in the end, yeah, they're getting taxed more, but then you're going to be paying more for their products. Bottom line. Yeah, Pete. Like people like that, like that. And that's what I try to tell them. I said, look, honestly, this is, this is a media shit show and everybody has their reasons. Like I don't, I will never knock anybody for giving me a liable reason on their issues. Right. Like I, like I said, Monday I I worked on my aunt's car and me and her had a, I mean, I worked on a car for like two, two hours, two and a half hours. And, you know, we're talking about politics and I told her that we had a podcast and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, well, that's cool. And she's like, you know, I told her, I said, well, I'm pro Trump. And I said, I'm not even really pro Trump. Like I said, I think he's an idiot when it's talking. But if you thought that he was going to change his personality because he became president, then you're the idiot, you know. And I. In layman's terms, you know, I told my brother-in-law the same thing. I said, if you thought that he was going to be anybody different than what he already was, like, that's stupid. And I gave him the example of him. You know, I said, when he had his daughter, your attitude changed the same. Yeah, you had more to lose, but your attitude stayed the same. So how could you expect somebody to change if you're not willing to change? So you want him to do it because he became a, you know... The president. The president. But yet, you couldn't do it because you became a dad? Like, that makes zero... Like, you know what I mean? You want him to change, but yet you... In the in the same role, you took over as a president in your kid's life, and you didn't change. So, I said, if, if that was the expectation that you had, then you, were, then you are an idiot, you know? But... And th- that was his only reason. Like, he said that the shit that he says is racist, and... You know, and I gave him examples and he was, you know, he just failed to realize the truth of the matter. You know, he he likes to watch, like he'll watch the news and watch Facebook and he takes that. He doesn't take it with a grain of salt. He doesn't take it with optimism. He takes it for what it is. Yeah. 
you know, and I told I told him, I said, I said, dude, I, I said, one time I watched a Trump fucking interview, like it was a 30 minute deal. He was given a press conference. Right. And then CNN, the headline was Trump's races. And they literally cut three videos or three different segments into one to make it sound like he made a racist statement. And he was like, well, they they don't have to do that because he does that. And I was like, when have you ever seen him do something racist? I said, I said, hey, if you want to give me an example and you can point it out and prove it to me, then I am 100% behind what you, your statement right there. But if you can't, then I don't know what to tell you, you know, <laughs> like I just, I, it just dumbfounds me that you, you watch shit and you have people out there that literally depend on the fucking media to create an opinion. Yeah. Well, it doesn't help, like, all the propaganda and shit that goes on TV now and all that shit. But that's what I told him. I told him, I said, dude, you need to do, I said, honestly, you need to do your research. Like, do your research, do your due diligence as a as a human being, not follow fucking social media, don't follow the fucking media, don't follow none of these dumbass motherfuckers. Because there are extremists that, you know, on both sides that try to change everything up. And it's just like, bro, yeah, stop. Like anybody with common sense that can you know use google to their advantage will fucking find out the truth and shit not even everything on google is truthful you can pay you can pay uh, those ad fees and have your shit moved to the top not everything on google is true yeah i mean i mean and you can't and like i told him i said look i've i've been with some friend you know old acquaintances old acquaintances acquaintance why can i say that word acquaint acquaintances 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 yeah it just sounds funny acquaintances all right some old acquaintances that have you know like we've gone like on dark web shit and you've seen like conspiracy theories and you see all this other shit and you know they tell everybody oh they're bad shit crazy but if you actually look at some of the shit, dude, it's, it's fucking insane. Like when you get rid of people that, that try to push an agenda or like how Trump came in and cleaned house and look at all the shit that they give them. Obama didn't clear house. Yeah. You know, Obama didn't do shit for nobody. And there was none of this. He was a good guy. He put people in cages, but it didn't matter. He was a good guy. Trump's the bad guy. That's all. The, that's all the way they see it. That's the way they present it. Yeah. And like even talking with my aunt, like you know, I said the problem is there's there's just so extreme left and right that causes divide in this country, you know. And people, I'm, I don't know, dude. There's so many people that believe dumbass shit. Like he. I, there's a guy that I have on Facebook, right? And he always posts shit. And I, I literally felt like deleting him because he always posts the most retardedest things in the world. I don't even know if I can say retarded on the fucking podcast, but. You're already dead, fool. You're good. Yeah, we'll edit that out. We'll just bleep it. You got a bleep button? Beep. Here, look, we'll, I'll set one up and you just put that in. All right. No, but, uh, you know, he was talking about, he goes, whenever, whenever a, he says that people are complaining about getting taxed for public, uh, getting taxed 10% of their checks when when they have company insurance that taxes them 30%. And I was like, and so I asked him, I ended a message him and I said, what insurance company do you have that they tax you 30% of your check? He goes, all employers. I said, uh, not my former employer. I said, I paid $26. That wasn't 30% of my check. Or maybe towards the end when we weren't working, but in general, that was it was a set twenty six dollars. You know what I mean? Like, I I said everything that I paid for with like my four hundred one k and all that shit was like fifty bucks a month or a week, so two hundred bucks a month. And that was not I didn't I didn't make two thousand or I didn't make a thousand dollars a month, so that ain't no twenty percent. So. What company are you have that you, they take twenty eight percent of your check to for fucking insurance? I mean, hell, Jen has her, all my kids on dental, and my my one of my sons on her insurance, 
and I think she pays like a hundred bucks a check. So 200 bucks a month for good ass insurance. Yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. And she's not, she's not, but that's just the dental. No, that's everything. Oh, okay. So you have medical dental and vision. She, so for her and one of my sons, she has medical dental and vision. And then for the other kids, they qualified for chip. She only has dental on them because the dental dental plan. Okay. So you, you got chip for the health. Yeah. Got three of the kids. Yeah. I've been listening to, uh, well, I I haven't been, I I did it one time this week. Uh, I think his name is Rush Limbaugh. Right. On radio. And, uh, he was talking about, uh, they had Obama in Florida rallying for, uh, Biden. And he was talking about how that didn't make any sense because they've been bragging that they were going to win Florida. Uh huh. He's like, why do you have to send Obama to Florida to rally if you already have Florida in the back? Like, why would you send your resources there? Shouldn't you be going to a state that you're still trying to win? But that, that I didn't care about any of that. The part that I thought was funny is that at the rally, it was a in-vehicle rally. So I guess they were at like some property or something and you stayed in your car. So every time Obama spoke, Everybody was honking their car. That's how you celebrate it. Oh, nice. So I was like, that's got to be funny, dude. I got to look that up and see if that's real and how that sounded as he was talking. And you got people honking their horns and shit. So I thought that shit was fucking funny. Yeah. It, I mean, it. I don't know, dude. It, I'm ready. I'm ready for next week. Fool. I want to find out who wins this election so we can get it over with and uh, move on. Yeah, no shit. Uh, maybe Corona will go away after the election's all said and done. Right. The virus, the, what do you call it? Surprise. The virus was fake. Right. Surprise. We killed, we killed all these people. Right. We did it. We did it for the vine. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, no shit. No, we, uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, there's always something big during an election year. But like I told, I was telling my brother-in-law, I said, dude, have you ever noticed that there's always something covering something up, covering something big, like the whole George Floyd case, right? Okay. When that happened, nobody knew that Hillary was in court for her Russia connection, the the leaked emails. What was the media coverage on that? You know? The whole Epstein thing, like, that was all under wraps. There was no news on that, but something else was going on then, you know? Or the fact that Maxwell went to her first, uh, what is it, her first hearing, right? The secretary for Epstein. Oh, okay, yeah. Right. That's when they had the uh, that other shooting. Uh, what was it? Was it Atlantis? No, this one was uh, the one where the dude reached for the knife under the seat or whatever. The rapist. God damn it. What was the name? Jacobs, yeah, and then the one that the cow kid got shot, or shot somebody. Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah. Well, she she had her first hearing trial then, and but yet this happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I didn't even hear about the the Philly shooting. Oh, I didn't either. Yeah, but I, they, I didn't really they're sure enough showing for it though either. Yeah, I know they're showing now that they're looting, and and that's what I don't get, dude. How does that make any fucking sense? Like, I understand you're hurting and you're grieving. Maybe the immediate family. But a bunch of random ass people. Like, I'll put it to you like this. And it's probably a 50% chance of it happening. But if a cop ever shoots me dead and y'all start rioting, y'all shoot them motherfuckers. Shoot them rioters. Like, that, that makes zero fucking sense to me. We're going to burn down the business and we're going to steal everything. Like, for what? Well, that's how we prove our point that you're fucking idiots. Yeah, that makes perfect <laughs> fucking sense. Like, it. Yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. And, but I mean, if you break it down, it's criminals being criminals. Like, that's what you're doing is you're vandalizing and looting these businesses, thinking that, you know, they're part of the whole 
the whole ordeal and they're not. Well, they have insurance. Well, that doesn't take care of the people that fucking work there. And now they're going to be out of a job because you destroyed the building they work in. Yeah. Insurance covers the property, not the people there. Not the people affected from it. Not the people. And that's the thing. Like, it, like, okay. I could understand if you attack like a mainstream place. Like, you know, you want to attack a Walmart, a Target. You want to go there? Hey, I guess that would be better off than attacking like these small businesses. Because those people don't have that type of recovery. Those people, you know, Target can lose that whole store and it's just a drop in the bucket for them. But someone with a small business that yeah, has but even, even even those, dude, you got people that work in those buildings. Right. But I'm saying, but I'm I'm talking about okay, as the, far as like the company themselves. Yeah. I mean, th- like those guys losing a job, that fucking sucks. And I'm pretty sure they would set up. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some kind of. Uh, insurance policy for them if something like that were to happen like a severance package or something like that while they're rebuilding yeah. obviously not as much as they would get paid for working but i'm pretty sure they have something in place for that but i'm talking about like the people that invest their own money into their businesses like in baltimore that were getting burned down and had nothing to do with it and half of them were fucking black owned to begin with like those people like their insurance doesn't recover their their time their effort their you know their it can replace property but it at the end of the day by the time all that shit gets done you've lost everything and yeah because then you don't have the income to pay for your your rent on the property yeah and all that shit i mean that shit like that that's what fucking irks me the most like dude those people spent their hard earned money uh <clears throat> hard earned money to I'm make building, some, I'm building something. To make something of themselves, and within minutes, it it's taken away because some fucking assholes have no compassion for fucking people. Yeah, and they want to prove a point. And then and then they all have their signs that say no justice, no peace, and this and that. And then they get attacked, and they're like, "Why are you attacking me? Yeah, well, aren't you like the one that's fucking everything up? No, we're standing here peacefully. You're holding a sign that literally says." No justice, no peace. Like, you're part of the fucking problem. Right. I mean, and that, it, it, I don't know. It just, there's so many people and they, as soon as, but they, it comes back to the fucking media, dude. As soon as they put that headline, white cop kills black man. Whenever they turn it racist. Starts it all over. It it just triggers I'm everybody. You, we're, we're in the final stretch. We got Less than a week, technically, now until election, and uh, the puppeteers are are working their magic for the the final stretch to the election. I, my deal is look, if Biden gets elected, right? I hope they give him as much shit as they give Trump. I doubt it. They won't, but I I wish they would. I, w- I doubt it. Why? Well, I know it's not going to happen, but I said I wish they would. Okay, but. That's a wish, Oscar. You know what the fucking wish is? Yeah, because you, you saw me getting ready to say I doubt it again. Yeah, right? I know it. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to flip this fucking table. I said, <laughs> you know, wish a would. <laughs> Man, there's that bleep. There's that bleep. Nah. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's just, I don't, I don't know, dude. I, I really do I really do hope that we don't go into another recession and, and to the point to where, I mean, I mean, just the average Joe is struggling again. Like, it makes zero sense on to go back why take 10 steps back when we just, you know, we took 20 steps forward. You know what I mean? Trump may may not be the best guy for the presidency, but, hey, you know what? That motherfucker did some shit to help out a lot of minorities that can't be reversed, which is fucking amazing, right? And I want to see after this, after this happens, you know, how they're going to take credit for that shit. Cause the, the, like, and that's what I told Jen. I said, if I want to do a business loan, I have to do it now, but pre-election, cause that goes away. Yeah, but you don't want to do that either, because then you'll take the loan and taxes go up, and then you can't. You yeah, can't no. Pay for the at, loan anymore. At, at this point, at this point, for the small business tax, I'm, I'm, I'm better off doing something with cash. Because there's no way. There's no way in the hell that I can give up 40% of my profits. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you're talking about 
possibly taking it before the election because of the benefits and stuff like that that they have right now. But then if shit shit hits the fan, like after election, you won't be able to fucking pay the loan back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, some hairy times right now. Crazy times. Yeah, I'm not I'm not looking forward to this to Tuesday. That here's here's my final question before we wrap up here today. Okay. Is uh do you think we'll know who the president is Wednesday or you think it's gonna get extended with all the mail in ballots we had this year? I think it'll be a week. You give a it full a week? week? Yeah. Cause obviously it goes off all the electoral colleges and, and shit like that. So well, yeah, but at the end of the honestly, at the end of the day, I think, I believe, that even if Trump or Biden win, that there will be a legal debate either way. A legal battle. Yeah. You're talking about like recounts. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's gonna it's it's gonna run long. Truly, I think it's gonna get drawn out. Yeah, I th- I, that's what I'm thinking too. I think that somebody's gonna cry. About something, you know, whether it be the mail-in ballots or the, uh, they're going to try to make it out to be that Russia interfered with the election again and shit like that. The sooner the better to me. I want to know, like, which way we're headed. Yeah, I want to know if I can buy my kids Christmas gifts or do I need to save that money. Well, things won't go into effect, so they'll have this year. Shit. You said they don't get into office until February, so. Yeah, but I got a pre Fucking pre-prepare. Pre-prepare? Yeah. Come on, fool. You got to give him one last Christmas, fool. Nah. He said nah. Nah. You know what? At the end of the day, shit, I got college coming up in February anyways. It's nine Gs. Nice. Yeah, we'll see. Gotta love having kids. I do it. Makes it all worth it. Cuts on my body. That's what it's for. Cuts on your body? Yeah, I'm all fucked up, dude. Oh, you're talking about from working? Yeah. I thought you meant your kids did that to you. I was like, God damn. Yeah, my kids beating the fuck out of me. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us today. Appreciate y'all listening. We'll catch y'all next time. And we out.